Welcome back to Challenges of Faith radio program. What's going on around you? Do you know? I'd like to acknowledge God, our listeners on Apple, Amazon Music, Amazon Alexia, from the United States, ages 23 through 44, not only in the United States, but also in Germany, Canada, UK, India, Russia, Australia, Brazil, Philippines, Nigeria, Switzerland, Portugal, Malaysia, Norway, Ireland, Dominican Republic. Thank you for joining. You know, there was a man who was thought dead in the Syria earthquake. He came back to life at funeral. Yep, at his funeral. Ahmed al Makrabi, rescued from under the ruins of a building that collapsed in the town of Idrib in Syria. The paramedics found him unresponsive and transferred his body to the morgue. He stayed there for two days until his family members were able to come to identify him. According to the local media, a few hours after he was identified by his family, his body was placed in a body bag and moved to the local cemetery. However, as the funeral procession was about to begin, it became clear that the body to be buried was alive and well. His family and friends who were present at the funeral rushed him back to the hospital where he's now recovering. The local media have speculated that it may have been a case of a man whose heart stopped beating and started gain later on. But the reason for his death was not clarified. And for the believers of the household of faith, you know that you can't go anywhere unless it's God ordains time for your life. But you already knew that, didn't you? The ancient Turkish cities of Antioch, where the Bible says followers of Jesus Christ was first called Christians, have been devastated by the catastrophe 7.8 magnitude earthquake, Turkey and Syria, and killed 42,000 people. Have you been lifting the people up? their families, their loved ones, their friends, where have you? Did you hear recently how that the U.S. Army Secretary predicted that if China got into a major war with the United States, that the country would attack the American homeland? They said that the United States homeland would be at risk as well with both kinetic attacks and non-kinetic attacks, whether it's cyber attacks on the power grid or on pipelines. The Army Secretary said at the American Enterprise Institute, a Washington, D.C.-based think tank. Kinetic military action is a euphemism for active warfare, including the use of lethal force, according to Politico. Non-kinetic action includes soft force such as diplomacy and cyberspace operations. The Army Secretary also said 
that the Chinese attacks will be used to lower U.S. morale. They're going to go after the will of the United States public, she said. They're going to try to erode support for conflict. Remember, every nation, history has said, always been destroyed from the inside. How about in your life, in your home, maybe at your place of worship, out there in your job, in the educational world, the sociology world, the medical world, the criminology world, the judicial world, the law enforcement world, the political world, in your country, always from the inside. Did you hear about the inspectors from the United Nations nuclear watchdog found uranium particles enriched up to 83.7% in Iran's underground Bordeaux nuclear site, a report seen by the Associated Press and other major news outlets said, confirming earlier reports. But wait a minute. I thought each year they've been saying whoever they are, you know who they are, you know who they are. But they've been saying that Iran would not obtain nuclear weapons and that it would be years off. Now all of a sudden it's right around the corner. But wait a minute. Mm, mm, mm. Did you hear that the White House is giving all federal agencies 30 days to wipe TikTok off of government devices as the Chinese-owned social media app comes under increasing scrutiny in D.C. over security concerns? But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How long has this been known? You just heard me talk about it's always happening from inside. Who are the users of TikTok? Think about it. Look at their ages. Look at their maturation. Who are guiding the individuals? And once the information is presented to them about the danger, especially from a security standpoint, informational-wise and elsewise, have anybody woken up yet? Why not? Did you hear that the Florida Attorney General is warning about a Frankenstein opiate that is allegedly 40 times as potent as fentanyl and is already spreading across America? Why is that? Where did it come from? Who's giving it to the people, whoever the people are? Why is it being permitted? Come on now. Cheryl Atkinson, she reported that a special session of Congress was called 35 years ago to make lawmakers and the public aware of stories of patients that's been left to die in hospital parking lots for lack of insurance. Around the time of that congressional testimony called Equal Access to Health Care Patient Dumping, A new guarantee came about that any individual who comes to the emergency department must be given a medical screening evaluation and appropriate stabilization. 
This codifies the emergency department by federal law as the front door to hospital-based care in the United States. But patients are now waiting hours, days, and sometimes weeks in the emergency room. It's like asking a teacher to take on a whole new class of students when last year's class hasn't left yet. And new data from two studies recently published in JAMA Network open documents what patients, nurses, and doctors already know. The levees have broken. The system has collapsed under the weight of acute care needs. At the end of 2021, remember now it's only 2023, in the hardest hit hospitals, more than one in ten emergency room patients left without care. Half of the sickest patients in the department, those requiring admission, waited nine or more hours for an inpatient bed. More and more patients are placed in hallways. Patients who need sensitive exams with highly infectious respiratory viruses and the older patients who might endure the bright hall lights through the night. The problem isn't just physical space. It's staff. But you knew that, didn't you? You didn't know that? Well, a lot of doctors shared stories of patients dying in the waiting room because the emergency room was so overwhelmed they had to wait for hours to see a doctor. What's going on around you? Do you know? How about this hacking? Did you hear the Interpol and Afropol collaborating in a joint action against cybercrime across Africa? And not the Africa that you're thinking of, or you, or you, or you, or the ones that you've been told about. But the operation also enabled participating countries to improve their own national cybersecurity. And speaking of Africa, did you hear about the competition watchdogs from several African countries are planning to investigate the market conduct of global, including Google and Meta? which have faced investigations and remedial actions in other jurisdictions. The regulators from Kenya, Egypt, Nigeria, South Africa, Morocco, Gambia, and Zambia agreed to form a working group to raise mutual concerns related to competition and consumer welfare in Africa. Did you hear about the DISH network, you know, D-I-S-H, you know, a major American satellite TV provider? Did you hear about them experiencing a multi-day outage affecting its websites, apps, and internal systems? Did you hear that the company hasn't even provided details about the cause of the outage, only stating that it's due to an internal system? Did you hear? How about... Did you see the half moon pass by Mars in the sky a couple of days ago? But were you so caught up on what's going on in your life, your neighborhood, your place of worship, your job, your country, you didn't even have time to look up? How about back here on Earth? Did you hear about over in Uganda? There were 40 Christian children rescued after being kidnapped 
by those who go by the Islamic faith. Forty Christian children. And it was reported that the Islamists may have planned to sell them to a group in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And it was reported by the Morning Star News. Did you hear about the evangelist in eastern Uganda is recovering after being hospitalized by extremists that was angry that he led 37 individuals who happened to be Muslims to Christ during an extended public debate on Islam and Christianity. And while Christianity is legal in Uganda, followers of Christ, especially those who were former Muslims, have come under intense violent attack by those individuals who seek to prevent the gospel from being shared in the country. If you go back over history, you're not going to be able to stop the word of God. Did you hear about the satanic video game that allow players to activate blood altars and sacrifice friends to demons? Parents or grandparents or great-grandparents, are you watching your children? But these video games, it was called Video Game News Site Push Square, reported a new game called Deceit 2. Think about the name of the game, Deceit. It allowed players to sacrifice their friends to demons, enact blood orders in order to tear down the veil of reality. The new game is being characterized as a social survivor horror game that's available for both the PS5 and PS4. Wow. Hmm, hmm, hmm. DC2, D-E-C-E-I-T, is a six to nine player social deduction horror game where two among you have been infected. And while the infected do the game master's bidding, the innocent must work together to escape the ritual while deducing who is plotting against them. So who can you trust? Remember, I look at everything and everybody like a relationship. Doesn't make a difference who they are. Did you hear that the New York City Mayor Adams says it was a mistake to take prayer out of public schools? But you already knew that, didn't you? Believer of the household of faith. Did you hear about the new faith-based film? Jesus Revolution, that's behind Greg Laurie, life story of how he and his wife came to know Christ. Did you hear that it finished at number three at the box office? Have you been paying attention to the movies, Chosen, The Left Behind, Jesus Revolution, and others? It's showing the hunger that's in that heart of that man, that woman, that woman, that man for God. Did you hear about the Christian students that's been traveling to share the gospel and God's love on college campuses? Students from Cedarville Christian University in Ohio 
been traveling to share the love of God and the message of salvation, especially at Michigan State, which has been grieving the loss of three students killed in a mass shooting. How about the professor who revealed why Asbury Revival was now being called outpouring and what that really means? As the conversation continues to percolate around the incredible spiritual events that began unfolding last month at Ashbury University, a professor and Christian theology expert said the occurrences could perhaps at this juncture best be described as an outpouring rather than a revival. I think it's better to just call it an outpouring right now. Dr. Steve Samans, professor of Christian doctrine at Asbury Theological Seminary, said, and that's what they are calling it, the Asbury outpouring. You know, on the Wednesday, March the 15th program, I'm going to share my thoughts about not only revival, but about prayer. But Lord willing, this upcoming Sunday morning, on all 65 platforms, wherever you're listening to your podcast. I'm going to conclude with part three of Jonah, maybe that's you, and then return Sunday evening for another interview. And then we'll come back around upcoming Wednesday, Lord willing, where my co-host Sarah Jewell, author S.A. Jewell, will continue her discussion on prayer. 